But then again, who asked me? Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Who Asked Me podcast. I have a very, very special guest here today. Some of you may know her, the Hannah A. Brown, not to be confused with the other Hannah Brown. If you know, you know. (laughs) Oh my God, thank you so much for having me, Giselle. I'm so excited. How are you? Oh my God, I'm great. How are you today? Um, I'm good. I feel like I'm running late constantly because daylight saving time is still kicking my ass, but same. And I feel like, I feel like in my youth, I was always so excited about the extra hour of mm-hmm. like sunshine that I truly didn't care. But as an adult, I, it has been kicking my ass for, since it happened the last yeah. two days. I Sunday like took me out. Yeah. I notoriously fell asleep, like super early on Saturday night, like by 10 30, I looked at a text message. I looked at a text message that came in at 1029 actually. And I was like, nope, I was definitely asleep by the time I got that. And then I woke up at like 5.30 AM um, because my fiance got home and he couldn't fall like from work and he couldn't fall asleep. And so he put on Disturbia as I, he's like, oh, we can fall asleep like to this movie. You'll go back to sleep in a second. No, I watched the whole thing because I've seen it in forever. Yeah, so Stayed up to watch that whole thing and then went back to sleep and then woke up. Okay, wait. So you watched Disturbia at like 5.30 in the morning? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love, okay, we don't talk about this enough as a society. I love nothing more than, abs- than an absurdly early morning movie and then having the freedom to go back to bed. I think it's the most yeah. like, soothing thing in the world. Because I was like, oh, I haven't seen this movie in forever. And then I was like, who's the lead girl in this? Like I got like, cause at first I was like, I'm definitely not going, like, I'm definitely not watching this. I'm going back to sleep. So I had like my eyes closed and was on my phone and then it started consuming me. Like it's not Megan Fox. It's not, who else did I think it was? Blake Lively. And then there's another one. It's that girl from, what is it? Heating up, heating up. Yeah. But I thought it was, it was either Blake Lively or gosh, I can't remember. To be fair, they do all blend together. They're all basically the same person, but she's not the one who rose to the top. No, unfortunately not. I hope she's doing well, though. I know. Wellness (laughs) check on this one. I I hope she's doing well. Um, Okay, so today I have Hannah here to discuss the topic that's on a lot of people's lips, which is situationships. Because if you've been watching Summer House, you know that, unfortunately, Sierra has found herself in one with Austin. (laughs) This is, you know, this is the fucked up world we live in. In what world does, and listen, I know looks aren't everything, but let's just call it like we see it. In what world does someone who looks like Austin get to pull this shit on someone who looks like Sierra? And Lindsay, and Lindsay for that matter. Like, this is my thing. I'm so disappointed in Sierra. However, she's like 25. So I get it. I get it. I have been there in Mm -hmm. that exact same position. Maybe not to her degree. She said some very shady things that I'm like, "Mm." and I definitely don't want to talk to the other girl 5 million times. Like I don't Mm -hmm. need any clarity from me. I was always the person that I was like, no, I want to talk to him. Put him on the phone. Like, no, we're talking. And Um, in reality, like you don't, we'll get into it. (laughs) That's so evolved of you. I definitely took the Sierra approach where I was like, I'm just going to get into it with this other woman. And looking back, I'm like, so cringe about it. Cause I'm like, that wasn't the thing to do. Oh my God. I used to be like overly nice for whatever Mm. reason. I don't, I still don't know why. Cause this one girl that I was in a situation ship love triangle with, like 
she hated me. She actually still has me blocked. I sometimes check. <laughs> like, have you gotten over this yet? No. Like, no, she has. Like, she was definitely the one way more. I mean, I was super invested. I really had feelings for the guy, but like, uh, they dated before me and him. It was like a whole thing. Mm. But what are your overall thoughts on Austin Sierra Lindsay? Well, I'm always team Lindsay because I relate heavily to the hub house. And also I think she just seems like a delightful person. I think she seems so nice. I've never heard a bad word about her in my life. Um, and so I'm, you know, I'm always rooting for her and I'm thrilled to see that she's with Carl at this point. Love it. They both look amazing. They look so, they've never looked better. They, they both look hotter than ever Mm -hmm. and they seem very, very happy, but I, okay, here's the thing. My boyfriend, Jake, was like, oh, my gosh, Lindsay, what a shitty thing to do to Sierra to, like, make out with Austin at your birthday. I actually disagree because I'm like, Lindsay and Austin had a thing first and it's Lindsay's birthday and she was drunk and just wanted to make out with somebody. So she grabbed her guy friend that she likes to flirt with and hook up with whatever. Um, Yeah, ideally, Sierra wouldn't have been there for it, but also it's a reality TV show. So listen couple things here mm-hmm. one also you and Lindsay are leo sisters so <laughs> thank you that's true you are leo sisters i have found myself like breaking the dynamics down of Lindsay, austin sierra because when people get mad at Lindsay, i'm like you weren't mad at sierra when she did it in summer house or winter house come on like Lindsay came into the house this is the thing that pisses me off about austin like he's just ugh. You obviously, we heard Lindsay said, oh, he's been telling me he has feelings for me. He wants to see where this goes. Like they did hook up. Why, why, when you know you're going to be in this area with one woman that you've been telling one thing to, and then let's not play dumb. We know he's seen Sierra. So you knew you were attracted to her. What, what did we think was going to happen? Right. But men don't think they don't think like they don't. I, I just, and so when everyone's like, oh, that was shitty of her to do. I'm like, it was also shitty of Sierra to do because me, me personally, if I was just flirting with the guy, like I was not invested whatsoever. When I saw that shit in winter house, I would have been like, oh no, Lindsay's having a meltdown. She's had too much fireball. She's saying, yeah. you've said this to her. I don't want any parts of it. Right. Like I'm going to remove myself from this complete and total shit show. Kind of like she did with Hannah and Luke. And so I'm not understanding because Luke is while problematic, a little problematic himself, a million times hotter than Austin. Yes, I know. I know. I, but then, okay. So I hear everything you're saying and I agree with it, but I also think back to those guys that just had some sort of fucked up spell on me. And I truly didn't care. Like how much I set my life on fire, who I fucked over. I was going to find a way to keep myself in this man's orbit. So like I get also not to be too neutral, but I get where they're all coming from. I do too. Cause I definitely, I personally, definitely, <laughs> I just, it makes me, the whole situation triggers me back to like yes. my single days because like I, w- I know I would end up in situationships <laughs> because I didn't want to be the girl that was like, so my girlfriend. Yes. Like, I didn't want to be like, so what are we? Mm -hmm. And I would be like petrified because I hate being turned down. Like Mm -hmm. I would be like, okay, well, I can never talk to you again. Mm -hmm. So I would just allow us to coast and no one to say anything. And then when I found out he was doing stuff with other people, I would be like, what the fuck? But then I would allow myself to be like, 
gaslit and you know all of the things and it's like oh we're not actually together we just spend every fucking day together and go on dates and people see us out but like we're not together that's it's so tricky I think like I ended up in a lot of situationships because for years I tried to convince myself that I was like a cool girl who could Mm -hmm. do the casual thing Mm -hmm. and like it was honestly just me thinking my life was a rom-com, like, you know, main character syndrome. Yes. Walking (laughs) through this world with main character syndrome, thinking like, Oh, I will be the person to fix this bad boy. I, if I can, you know, tame the shrew in this way, Mm -hmm. uh, is shrew referring only to women? You know what I mean? If I can tame this man, who's like, you know, a bad boy, then that is a reflection of my worth. And that means I must be really amazing Mm -hmm. to be able to change this person. And it's so it's like all my self-worth was rooted in like my relationship to guys. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, PSA to anyone who's listening and maybe in a situationship, it like, can we just stop as women, like thinking that we need to be like casual about things? Cause there's nothing crazy about being like, Hey, casual stuff isn't really my thing. I want someone who's going to communicate openly with me. And if you're into me, I'm not saying we need to be exclusive like tomorrow, mm-hmm. but let's just like keep the line of communication Seeing open so that, yep. yeah. So that no one's being screwed over. If you're looking for, I think there's nothing wrong with like, like swiping with someone on an app and being like, Hey, are you looking for something more serious? Or are you looking for a casual thing? Oh, a casual thing. I, that's not really where I'm at. I don't think it's going to exactly. work out for me. I mean, essentially I, and I, that's how I ended up with my now fiance. Like I had to get over that fear. Now it came after a full day of brunch and day drinking when I finally had the like courage to be like, what's going on here. But like, (laughs) like notoriously I was wasted, (laughs) like hammered. And he met me and my friends out and he was not drunk. And so I was like, so what are we doing? <laughs> He's like, I've been telling people you're my girlfriend. I was like, awesome. And Aww. I was like, see, that wasn't hard. That wasn't hard. And it's like, okay, I know I'm great. And if the answer is not, okay, yeah, I want to be, you know, explore this relationship with you or exclusively, exclusively be with you. That's fine also. But it's like one of those things that when we're, I feel like when we're younger, especially it just feels like the end of the fucking It really world. does. It really like, does. The humiliation I would feel when a guy was like, oh, well, I'm not really that into, like, you remember when your friends used to be like, oh, I'm going to talk to him for you, like, see what's up. I used to literally be like, don't do that because if he tells you that he's not into me, I'm going to be even more embarrassed. Yeah. But it's like, no, first of all, I'm the hot one here. Okay. I'm the one. Yeah. <laughs> And secondly, maybe you're doing me a fucking favor. Right. I know. And it's hard to see. It's hard to see it. But I just, I I keep wondering, I'm like, how the fuck do we end up in these situations? And how do you put a fucking stop to it? Because I know I had to get burned. Like I had to be emotionally set on fire before I was like, this is a fucking enough. Like, absolutely the fuck not. I do not deserve this shit. Yeah, I agree. I think like I had to hit sort of like uh, an emotional rock bottom where I was like, I cannot keep going on this way. Like, I can't withstand this anymore. And like, Mm -hmm. I also had to have like some tough conversations with like both my therapist and myself about like, oh, like, are these sorry, chaotic dynamics uh, becoming comfortable for me because I'm used to them for so long. And again, Mm -hmm. because like of, my obsession with main character syndrome, I feel like it's like 
and like movies, it's like you mistake drama for like passion. And it's like, no, if it's that difficult, you're probably not going to end up with this person. Exactly. And I mean, also some of my most embarrassing, embarrassing moments, like between with just like, not in front of people per se, but just like how times when I really think like I'm embarrassed of how I acted is over situationships and like text, like crazy text messages I have sent, like just chaotic text messages. Like, why aren't you answering me? Like, this is such fucking bullshit. Like I wouldn't so much, I used to be a paragraph writer. Like I would send the fucking paragraph, no holds barred. And it's like, probably read the first and last sentence, if even at all. I know, but that at the time you're like, I just need to say everything I need to Mm -hmm. say. And this will be the thing that makes him understand how deeply hurt I am. And it's like, if he doesn't understand how deeply hurt you are before you feel like you have to write a really long paragraph about it, then like, he's probably never going to get it. He's probably just like an emotionally stunted, like ding dong. Which like a lot of men that at least that I have come encounter with, it's like, if you just were honest and just maybe a little bit more mature, we Mm -hmm. could have avoided this entire, entire thing. And I was thinking back, like when I knew we were going to record this episode, like one, like for a little bit in my life, like in my mid twenties, 24 to like 26, I became, I realized I became like the super toxic person. Oh my God. Same. I would, I had this one dude, like he would do like really shitty shit to me. And then I would block his number. Mm-hmm. Like I would find out what he did and I would just block his number. So he thought everything was fine. And he would text me and he couldn't get a hold of me. <gasps> mm-hmm. And then he'd be like, what the fuck? And then I'd wait until he realized it. And I knew he'd message me on like a social media, <laughs> like some type of social media. And then I'd block, I'd read it. And then I'd block him on there. And then I'd wait till he got to the next social media. Yeah. Oh my God. Diabolical. And, oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. And then I would unblock his number to see if he was still texting me. And once I saw like that, he was. I would be like, okay, at three text messages, like I'll, I'll answer him. And then it was like, well, maybe, maybe at five, maybe at six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11. Oh yeah. Oh my God. But at least you had discipline in that way. I was, I was the one sending the texts and I don't know if I was being blocked or ignored or both, but I was always the one that was like, hi, wasn't sure if you got my first one. What are you doing later? What are you doing after work? (laughs) Oh my gosh. I remember this one guy I met, I think it was Bumble, Bumble's hinge, something like that like truly one of the most chaotic. And I'm like, Giselle, why did you not realize this? He seemed so sweet at first. And then like cooked me dinner, all this stuff. He asked me like, oh, do you want to drink? Like while we're at like having dinner, I'm like, oh no, I'm fine. Blah, blah, blah. Says he'll pick me up the next day after work. Cause it was like some big events where like traffic was crazy downtown and never shows up. <laughs> yeah. Never shows up to pick me up. And then when I finally talked to him, he's like, wasted wasted and then I just start to realize like buddy has an alcohol dependency problem because that just like continued and why I didn't realize from the first time like okay super early this is what he did this is a red flag right red flag ma'am nope just kept doing it and I mean like I hope he's doing well now but I was like my early red red flag signs I feel like were things that were huge red flags like alcoholism and things like that that I would just like ignore yeah oh totally I think like I also think yeah when you're like 
I mean, whether it be like single and like wanting a relationship or like single and just like really horny, you're willing to like overlook a lot of things where you're like, oh, this is messy. And I normally wouldn't like, you're not in your right mind Mm -hmm. when you're in that kind of headspace. Yeah. And I mean, even with, now I'm thinking about it, technically Paige and Craig are in a situationship themselves and love trying out. Yeah. My thoughts. Exactly. You guys can't see, but Hannah just rolled her eyes. I do not so stand that couple. Yeah. No, n- nothing. We've talked about it. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. not even close, but I just find it funny that now we know that it's like the Kristen Cavalieri of it all. I'm sorry. I'm just going to say it. Like, do I think I think it was two, a double whammy with Paige. One, she's used to being the one that's like not as interested in the guy and he's more interested in her. And then mm-hmm. the fact that the other girl is actually Kristen fucking Cavalieri. I mean, if I would, if it was Beyonce, I would be like, God. yeah, like now what? Yeah. Now like, I mean, I would what? just give up. So I would just. I know. Are you kidding? I wouldn't want to be in it. Like Kristen Cavallari is like one of the scariest people on the planet. I wouldn't want to go head to head with her over a guy. I'd be like, take him, take him. Especially well, fucking Craig. It, literally. Cause like, <laughs> I don't think we will ever, we got introduced to Kristen via a situationship. Right. Right. And I find it, I still find it so funny that essentially, essentially Elsie was wrong. She was the one that was wrong. Like she was the other woman. I am not but, team Elsie. Uh, interesting. I'm really? Keep going though. Yeah, sorry. No, we, wait, why aren't you team LC? I just think she has like triggering eighth grade girl energy, honestly, the same way Paige does. I can see that. I mean, looking back, I'm like not either one of them, but I'm like, yeah, back then I was team LC hardcore. Oh, I liked Kristen. I don't get me wrong, but I was just like, God, this girl. And I will never, ever forget that Mexico episode because that would never fly today. Stephen yelling at her, calling oh my her, God. slut shaming her. I just that Garbage. is one of those. That is one of those episodes that I look back on, and I'm like, this is nothing about this is okay. If this happened on TV today, we would be doing specials, specials oh, yeah. about why this is abusive. Okay, manipulating, <laughs> like all of the things. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, but we just watched it back then. I feel a lot like that about like a lot of Jersey Shore as well. I know it's so bad. I know at the time we were just like, I love the drama. Yes. Toxic relationships. And looking back, I'm like, oh my God, like wellness check on these women. Snooki got full on punched in the face by a dude off. Like I forgot about that. No, there was no like, Hey, if somebody, you know, (laughs) has dealt with this before, please. Like I was like, no, I will say the whole cast came together and was about to absolutely kill that guy. But like even the dynamics between Ron and Sammy sweetheart I went through like motions because I mean I haven't watched Jersey Shore in forever mm-hmm. but I went through motions like as I grew up like th- just randomly thinking back on this shit I'm like wow Ron is a piece of shit but then I remember that Sammy was also screaming in his face are you friends with her are you friends with her and then she just fucking punches him in the face while he's sitting there I was like and then we'll never forget the bed. We'll never forget when he lifted the mattress up. But like all of that, I was like, we just watched this domestic, this full on domestic violence relationship play out on TV. Right. And we were like, I love it. I yes. live for it. This show's a dick dang. 
like we, what did we sign up for? But back to Summer House. Yeah. I think with Paige, it's just one of those things where she needs to be on top. And I think, I mean, I don't know how the girl feels. So let me not say, mm-hmm. oh, like get to psychoanalyzing, but it, it seems like it's about winning and being like that couple. She's obviously a producer favorite. Definitely. Because I don't, there's so many things about her that I do not understand and how she just gets away with all this shit. Yeah, same. But I also just feel like she's not a great girlfriend to Sierra to lead her through this time with Austin. Because I do feel like Paige has some animosity against Lindsay. Like I've always felt like they that. They all fucking hate Lindsay. And I'm like, Lindsay hasn't done half the shit to you guys that y'all have done to each other. They shit on her. I know. They shit on her. The only reason Amanda doesn't, well, I think that they, and we've all been there. I'm generally more so on the Lindsay side, like my guy friends, like, I'm, yeah, I'm coming in here. It's the fact that Lindsay will always have a relationship with those people. Like totally. The, she was on the show from the beginning. She knew all of them before. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, that's something they can't take away from her, no matter like how, you know, hot, posh, whatever the fuck they are, Instagram popular, that it's not going to, they can't top that. And I think that as much as Paige is a producer favorite, Lindsay is probably even more. I know. And I think that and, bothers her too. And I, I just, yeah, I don't know. Like, I don't know Paige personally. Again, like my trauma isn't Paige DeSorbo's problem. She does give me triggering mean eighth grade girl energy. I feel like she would have been mean to me at overnight camp. Um, but she, uh, I, the read I get on her is that she very much sees herself as like the Bethany or like the Stassi mm-hmm. of this oh, show, yeah. you know? And so I think her being part of like a Bravo couple, even though I know I'm not saying her and Craig don't actually like each other, but I do think being part of a Bravo couple is like, a bonus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. And, and yeah, the fact that I just love that, like Lindsay and Carl without like any frills, without any camera time, just fucking steal the spotlight as the most adored couple on Bravo. It's like my favorite oh, thing. I love it because we're fully on watching. We don't need to see them falling in love. Like we, I mean, I'm obsessed. I love Lindsay and Carl because I, I like them both separately. Even when Carl was like, going through his shit when he was like a dick to everyone yeah I still was a Carl fan because hello he's hot but (laughs) but I just find it funny and I feel like again disclaimer we do not know Paige DeSorbo yeah I feel like it low-key bothers her on a different level because she would make out with Carl in the pantry over a summer and he wouldn't call her during the week it would bother me too it would bother me too I know it would bother me too and now he's with your other castmate I just I think one of the things that gets you through a lot of situationships and just like relationship bullshit in general is your friends. Yes. And sometimes our friends are going through things as well that they can't like fully be the best person to go through. But like, listen, one thing I adore about my friends and always will, it's like when one of us are, is about to like get hyped the fuck up, we are very honest with one another. Mm -hmm. And so I just don't think that Paige is necessarily that honest. Like yeah. she's like, who the fuck is she to be like doing this? Like if somebody doesn't like you, they're th- like, they need a lobotomy or whatever. And it's like, yeah. yeah, I think if somebody doesn't like my friend, it's like, okay, well you're missing out, but that's what I'm going to tell them. Like, right. Paige is constantly shitting on her coworker essentially. 
do our other coworker to try and hype Sierra up. And I feel like with both of them, it's like, oh, well, we're going to get the Southern Charm boys. Right. Like, it's right. just, I'm just like, you're not being a really great girlfriend, but I, I don't think any of them are great girlfriends because Paige would not have been in my wedding. The conversations that she has about Kyle and Amanda. No. Like, no. Well, and we even saw like last season when Hannah was like, you know, being dragged by everybody. I feel like Paige was super neutral and like, you know, drove like, me insane. Yeah. Drove me up a fucking wall because Han- I'm no Hannah Burner fan, but she did say she was like, a lot of the stuff that I was saying is stuff that me and Paige said. Right. But right. in Paige, I lit because I did listen to the Caller Daddy episode with them. And Paige literally, too. <laughs> it was baffling to me. I was like, that that episode alone is another reason that Paige, if I were Amanda, would not be in my life because you're too neutral. You are too fucking neutral. This girl, Alex Cooper, just fucking dragged Amanda and Kyle through the beginning when like Hannah and Paige weren't on there. But then Hannah and Alex like both kind of teamed up on her and like made her I didn't make her say things but it was just I wild know to me it was I hard was to like, listen to I it, very hard I stopped it like a couple times yeah. but like Hannah even said like or Paige said I've always been that person that never gets in trouble like I would be with the whole group and like I just don't get in trouble well guess what I don't trust people like that because I'm going to I will steamroll you Right. After the second or third time, I'm going to be like, you guys know she was there too. She said this too. Why am I getting the fucking heat for it? I know. Like it's, and I can't even say it's the delivery. Like I hate when people are like, well, Paige is like kind of comical with it. I'm like comical and snarky. Right. She's just more, the delivery is different, but the words are still the same. So I don't care how you call me a bitch. You called me a fucking exactly. bitch. So we're not doing this. You know what I mean? Right. Like I was, I just like, it's, it baffles me. The shit homegirl gets away with. I know. I know. I, what well, I think I was saying this to Jake when we were watching it together. I was like, you know, that she's the girl who like, you know, every mom is obsessed with like all through high school. They'd always ask their sons like, Hey, are you asking Paige to the dance? Is she mm-hmm. single? She's so cute. So pretty. Mm-hmm. So sweet. And then meanwhile, like all the girls in their grade are like, God, Paige is such a bitch. Somebody said that God, Amanda- we're really dragging Paige. I know. Sorry, Paige. <laughs> I'm not. Anyways, <laughs> I know. I, there's some things that she has said that I find very insensitive that I just, no, you're right. I can't. Um, somebody said that about Amanda too like that she gives them mean girl energy. And I never oh, saw that before. That. I never saw that before, but I'm starting to see it now. <laughs> Just with I the way it's... she talks about Kyle, who's her own fiance. I know. Like, I know. And you know what? Isn't great. I think Amanda is like kind of hope for situationships everywhere. Because notoriously her and Kyle like dated before, then we're just hooking up and like he notoriously didn't bring her on the show or whatever. And then she stuck around and it, and Lord knows we, I mean, Amanda is gorgeous. So she could, so pretty. she could have been doing a completely her own thing. Now, if I was doing my own thing and I had a body like that, you would not. And same thing for Sierra. Okay. If I had those bodies come out. The universe knew what what to give me because between me being a fire sign and my main character syndrome, the universe and God was like, no, 
you don't same. get you don't get the fucking banging by because you are not gonna know how to fucking act with same it. like literally would have been a goddamn menace I, same menace. I would have been a menace to society and I probably would have been in like a nudist colony where I could just gallivant around looking perfect all the time literally like we don't know what Amanda was doing however however she her heart was set on Kyle and it's like yeah. that the situation ship kind of worked out for her kind of because obviously they've had their issues but I feel like when you get into you know things like that it's that you hope that that is the outcome but I always think back to he's just not that into you you are the not the exception you're the rule like yes I always think back to that because it's like that is even though that movie is kind of eh, in yeah, some ways outdated, I'm like, yeah yeah I'm like that is we always think we're the exception <laughs> and sometimes you're not right and that's the thing is like I, I think it's like sure love yourself enough to be the main character of your own life love yourself enough to think that you like being the exception has nothing to do with you. I think that's like the thing to take away is like, if a situation ship becomes a relationship, it's more on like the person who's keeping it in the situation ship zone, like changing mm-hmm. their mind and wanting to take it to the next level. But like, I think no one deserves to like sit around waiting for that. And yeah, like I'm happy that ultimately Amanda got what she wanted, but who knows that she would have, you know, she also, there's also like a sliding doors version of this story where she waited around for 10 years and Kyle never committed to her. And she was like, well, fuck, I wish I had left you sooner. Well, I think we, we still have time for that. I don't, their relationship to me is so baffling. And I feel like I see it more this season than any others. I'm not, okay. I'm not going to say Kyle is a problematic fave of mine, but I'm finding in discussions that maybe he always has been. And I never (laughs) was willing to admit it because he's a grown man who pees all around the house when he's drunk, like he's almost 40. So I think that (laughs) I just never wanted to admit it, but I just, listen, of course, obviously he was wrong with the cheating, should have never done that. Mm-hmm. However, one thing I've always, always been baffling to me about them is the same season we found out he cheated in the beginning. At the end of the season, he proposed. Yes. And I'm like, and when she said was crying and said yes, I was like, are you sure? Are you sure? Right. You can like, still you can still say no. If I would have been a producer <laughs> literally on that boat, I literally been like, oh my God, girl, come here. Let's talk. You know what just happened, right? And you know where we've been. But I mean, like, trust me, as someone who's been proposed to, like, yeah, you get caught up in the moment, but I've only been proposed to one person that I was very sure that we've never had any of those problems. I do know people that have been engaged that were like, oh, I didn't want to marry them. I just, I could, I felt awkward. I'm like, ah! And so then did they just break off the engagement later? Oh, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're like, hey, I actually can't do this. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, I think that's worse, but I don't know. I don't propose. Like, I'm not proposing. Oh, totally. I am a strong, independent woman who don't need no mans. And women can do anything men can do, but I'm not proposing. I, I completely agree. Me, one of me and my best friend, one of my best friends, <laughs> this joke, and we're just like things that we would rather do than propose to a man. And it's like anything. everything everything else drag my ass over broken glass no literally literally like I may draw the line at some things but what do you think is worse like 
Well, I guess this is a preference thing. Can I ask, how were you proposed to? Do you mind telling the listeners? Um, so, oh my God, I've never said this on here before. So oh my God. I love surprises. Um, like love them. Even the smallest thing. One of my employees the other day, it was her last day. And she was like, I bought you something. And I was like, oh my God. So Aww. it was like two, two Celsius energy drinks. So <laughs> I was going to the botanical gardens here where I live and there were Christmas lights. Um, with one of my best friends. And so we went to go get drinks and I thought we were just like, you know, doing a cute little girls date night. And I'm like taking my time because the lights are so fucking pretty and it's not very busy. And I was like, could really get through like not a lot of kids. And it's notoriously like one of the coldest days of the year, 10, 13 degrees, something like that. (laughs) And then I walk all the way around I'm freezing. I'm done. My best friend is like, Oh, let's get a really cute picture here in this gazebo. And I was like, you sure? I was like, we just took all these other like really cool, like artsy fartsy pictures. I don't really think we need one in the gazebo. And then plus the few kids that were there had just ran in front of me and I was very annoyed and they were like screaming. I was like, I'm not doing this. I'm yeah, not fuck up this. My, my fire sign started acting up. I was like, I, let's not take this picture. Like, let's just go, let's go to the bar and like have another drink, blah, blah. blah. And she was like, girl, go up there. And I was like, I can't believe, like we almost got into like a, t- <laughs> cause I was like, I can't believe you want to take a picture right here. It's so cold. We just walked through this whole thing. She's like, please just stand up there. I really want this picture. And I was like, fine. Okay. Like two takes. And then I get up there and she's not coming. I was like, are you coming? She was like, bitch, turn around. And I turned around and my fiance was there in a collared shirt. And I was like, goosebumps. And as soon as I saw him in the collared shirt, because he told me he was playing poker with his brother. Oh, and he left the house in like a t-shirt and jeans and stuff. And was like, oh, I'm going to take like the dog over, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I knew as soon as I turned around and then I started seeing everybody like his mom and like everyone else. And I was like, oh my God, he says that I looked directly at him. He was like, we made eye contact and you didn't realize it was me. I was like, oh my God. And I still think about, I'm like, there's no way I don't remember seeing him at all. I think because I wasn't planning on seeing him. Right, right. Your brain you know wasn't I mean? like what wasn't registering it. That's yeah. adorable. I was gonna say I can't decide what I would rather do: propose to a man or or what I. I'm getting the verbiage wrong. My biggest fear is being proposed to at like a restaurant with like a million strangers. Okay, so I work at a restaurant. You know this, yes. and it's a rooftop restaurant. Do you know how many proposals I see? Oh my god! I um, bet you get so many. So fucking many. Somebody called me yesterday because they were supposed to have one outside and it was like looking like it might rain. And they were like, can we come up there for this proposal? And I was like, sure. But like some people do like they go all out. And like the first couple I saw when I first started working there, I was like, oh, my God, so cute. Now I'm like, yes. I'm like, can everybody get out of the way? Cause I have this pizza's burning my hand. Yeah. You're like, I have to drop it off right now. <laughs> yeah. And notoriously, then a lot of people want you to take pictures and at, you used to work in the service industry. So, you oh, yes. know, oh yeah. When you are in the middle of doing something and somebody's like, can you take a picture of me? Oh my God. Enraging. Literally Enraging. Like, when I'm like clearly in the weeds and I have like a 10 table section and so it's like, it's my birthday. Can you get a picture of the whole table, all 25 of us? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, those bitches at the end of the table aren't paying attention. And you're like, excuse me, I have to take this in 0.5 seconds because all my other tables hate me right now. Literally. And I have like sauce on the side of my finger. So, yes. It's and like I, need cook, I need to go, I need to go wash shirt. my hands. Ooh, yeah. yeah. I, the worst. I mean, I, proposals are stressful. 
like they're really stressful for everybody else involved i watched like two of my other friends get engaged and i'm like i'm sweating i'm fucking sweating like my one friend got engaged at the aquarium she was like i should have fucking known that i was something was up when you said you would go to the aquarium i was like yeah because i don't go to places like that (laughs) i don't want to go to the zoo i don't want to go to the aquarium i don't want to go anywhere that kids a lot of kids are yeah Mm -mm. i also have weird weird thoughts about the aquarium like should we feel guilty about it yeah it's yeah, a huge, I, like these fit for our benefit. That's the thing. I'm like, you're telling me this like 40 by 40, like tank is the same as the ocean for a whale. Like get the fuck out of here. Or they'll be like, it's cleaner. And I'm like, mm, okay. But, but like they're wild animals. So they can handle it. They can handle like a dirty ocean. Like it's fine. Yeah, and well, I, just, I guess like, there's pollution. That's not what I mean. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? No, but like the natural habitat. Yes. The, we I mean. talk about natural habitat and natural habitat all the time. And like, it's like, this is not the natural habitat. So the opposite of a natural habitat. And it's like, we would always want a bigger house. Essentially you guys are taking this animal from it's the biggest house that we'll have to a small house. Yeah. It's fucked up. I mean, so I we can just like wa- stare at them. And I always wonder, I'm like, whales could be, and this is such a random thought. I know. Whales I love could this. be in like Florida one day and then are they just like let me go to Germany you could go anywhere you want I know and then is there like a highway underneath like you know what I mean yeah <laughs> where do they go it's just it's one of the places my mind goes but you you're know like, you're like how does a whale spend their time should oh. they go on trips that oh my god do they go on vacation <laughs> what's a whale vacation look like so, you know, I knew this whale in a situationship. What? No, I'm just kidding. Not literally from situationships to whales. Yeah. Um, and are you want to know. Are you watching any other Bravo episode or episodes shows right now? I've been so bad about watching my reality TV. No, but I watched Love Is Blind season two. Oh count? my goodness! And I, I didn't quite finish. I actually, this is bad. I should know if I'm done with Salt Lake City or not, but I don't know for sure. Oh, I gave up on Salt Lake City like when they got back from. Where were they? Uh, after Zion? that, yeah. After yeah. that huge fight, that is like my worst fucking nightmare. She's a whore. She's fucked half of New York. Being, we'll just be the whole thing. Being on a trip. As much as I love drama, I like to see it. Same. Okay? I, I like to be see involved. it. I don't want it anywhere around me because, like, once I'm, I know it's like the again the Aries in me. I could literally be in the middle of an argument and then be like, I'm done with this. I don't really care anymore. Wow. My like I'll be super passionate about it. Yeah. And then I'll just be like, mm, okay, mm. we can be done now. It's great for my fiance. He loves it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like disengaged. So yeah. all of that, like they just travel and argue from room to room. I would have been Mary. Like I would have been like, yeah, no thanks. And then as soon as Whitney walked out, mm-mm, nope, mm-mm, no, yeah. please don't. I would, that would be me. I know it was the whole situation. Yeah. Yeah. I would be like, please don't come talk to me. (laughs) If it would have been like, go ahead. No, you go. And if she would have been like, why not? I'm coming. I would have went nuclear. Like I would have been like, get the fuck out of my face. I don't want to fucking talk to you. Literally you're running around this house. Like, and I hate arguing with drunk people when I'm sober. Cause uh, again, restaurants, Yes. I would have freaked all the way the fuck out. Yeah. I feel like Okay. Like hearkening back to earlier in our conversation, when I was saying like, 
we were both talking about being toxic people in our twenties. Like I was definitely a toxic person in my twenties too, at Mm -hmm. one point. And I think there was definitely a part of my life where I like sought out drama, but then I like, wasn't self-aware. So I would be like, why does this always happen to me? Like, I didn't fucking get that. Like I was the problem, Mm -hmm. but now I've like pendulumed the other way. And this isn't me being like, wow, I've grown so much, but also I have, but it's like, I cannot handle unpredictable energy around me. Like I, which sounds very high maintenance, but I'm just like, if someone's a wild card, if I don't know what the fuck they're going to do next, I literally would rather be alone in yep. my room. Not go. The, yes. In the safety of my home, than be at a party with a bunch of people I don't know, or on a girl's trip with someone who's a fucking wild card and who I know I have friction with. Like, I just will not be there. Yeah. See, like I'm notorious because the last trip I went on, I did yell at somebody, but it was warranted. I am somebody that mm-hmm. like, I'm the same. My, and again, this is me in my head. I'm like, well, if you, if I went off on you, there's a reason. Right. And I've stated that very clearly. And I've generally drawn my boundaries like multiple times. And I've told you, but I just, I'm the same. Like, I think I used to be, cause my friends tell me now they're like, I can't believe you didn't say anything about that. I'm like, I don't have fucking energy. Right. I don't give a shit. And then back then it used to be, I used to like grab girls in the club, like Amazing. run into my fucking friend one more time. Like I, I used to, that. I used to be that bitch. I kind of still will be if there's enough room around us and you're just keep running into me, I am going to say something, but it's not going to be as I was before. <laughs> Some people do just go through the world trying to start shit though. And they do need Mm -hmm. to be checked. Yeah. I just, I know that that trip, like watching that trip in the amount of sprinter van arguments on Salt Lake city, let me tell you something. If you want to see the worst version of me, put me in a car for more than with more than two people for more than six hours. I'm not a road trip girly. I am fucking not. Okay. I'll get, I'll meet you there. I'm getting on a plane. But Love that. that I get like kind of motion sickness too in the car for too long. Like, and I'm just not a good driver. I'll be mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm going to stop there. Oh, <laughs> I love this self-awareness. Yes. Yeah. So like that is, I know that would have been my worst fucking nightmare. And then Jen Shaw getting in people's faces and like trying to fucking fight them. I'm like, I would have just punched her. Like would have been like, you're going to keep yelling at me and getting in my face. I would have just fucking punched her. Shut her up. Yeah, I would have been like, you obviously want to fucking fight with me. So let's go so we can get it over <laughs> with. And when I get to Zion, I need a spa treatment. I don't want to talk to a producer. I don't want to get a write up. Right. I just want to talk to. Do you think, do you think housewives get written up? Oh my God. Like <laughs> my manager you- brain is acting. <laughs> yes, probably. I mean, it's like their version of a write up is like fine. Yeah. From Daddy Andy and the network. Yeah. For sure. I mean, I, I feel like there have to be limits to what these women can do. Yeah. I mean, a housewife write up. I love that. It's a, fine... yeah, a little slap on the wrist. Yeah. Have you watched Jersey or at all or no? I haven't watched any Jersey and I feel like I'm letting everybody down. I've been watching a lot of scripted TV. Oh, me too. I was actually, my plan is to um, start Dollface season two when we get off here because <gasps> oh God, I loved, I... loved, loved season one. And I just remembered that season two is out and I'm behind. I haven't watched it yet either. And I think not enough people talked about Dollface season one because that was a show that came out and like made me realize how much I love TV again. Mm-hmm. I was I, like, this it was is so the best good. show ever. It's My so mom fun. watched it. It's so, so cute. And Shane Mitchell's comedic timing. Like we need to talk more about that. I I was surprised by that because I was like, okay, what are we going to get? Well, I mean, we were introduced to her like from Parody of the Little Liars and then right. um, you 
God, right. I was, this is so embarrassing. I, she played that role in you so well, Peach. Yes. Mm-hmm. I unfollowed her on Instagram because I was so annoyed. By her. You're like, you're such a bitch. I was so fucking annoyed <laughs> by her, by that character and how well she played it. I was like, I have to fucking unfollow her because are you kidding me? I've since followed her and I actually love her bags. I, my purse is, ba- I think, to Bay's. Yes. Love those them. ads always get me on Instagram and I'm like, okay, Shay, I see you. And I do want to order. They're working. The ads oh, working. I have their, the workday purse or something. So many compartments. So it's so good. Um, but for Is me, the best racks for me, that just means the more compartments, the more mess. So <laughs> the purse is a mess, but it's great. Yes. But it's like it, you trick yourself into thinking it's organized. It's an organized mess. Organized chaos is what I live in. Exactly. Like there may be three piles, but I know what's in each pile and that's great. I know exactly where to find it. Um, what else are you watching? I'm watching the dropout. Are you watching that on Hulu? Mm -hmm. No, Elizabeth Holmes. That's why I said it in that weird voice. Um, what else am I watching? Better things on FX. One of my faves. Okay. Um, God, I really am not the best podcast guest right now. Cause I'm like, what am I watching? No, you're fine. I mean, I understand sometimes I get burnt out by reality TV and that's kind of where I feel like I'm at right now because like, yes, you know, I mean, you know, the discourse on Instagram and everything can just get so like, uh, okay. Like we get it. Yeah. It's a lot. And then like, I'm like, how many takes are there about the same, you know, 10 shows? I mean, honestly, truly. And we generally all have the same one. And then you're like a sane person. You have the same mm -hmm. takes. And I feel like, like, I was glad there was no summer house episode yesterday because I was like, you guys are actually getting on my nerves. There's no fucking way. If I went to, if I shared a short house with them, I would go every weekend. Like I would probably go the least out of everybody. (laughs) I literally thought about this last week while I was watching. Like if I have plans, like concrete plans with people two weekends in a row and I don't have any like plugged in like piece of shit alone time I'm like whoa I'm exhausted and I have like three weekends coming up that are like social and I'm looking forward to all of them Mm -hmm. but I am like oh I'm gonna need like to swaddle myself for like three days in silence after that my bachelorette party is coming up and I'm literally like I might need to like (laughs) take one of the days and just (laughs) sit and just be quiet by myself but I mean it's my bachelorette party so I know my friends aren't gonna allow yeah, you that the fuck you want oh but but I I do actually think because one of my friends texted me the other day and she's like we just really don't want you to go full Aries and I was like I appreciate that so I f- have good faith I could probably be like hey guys no one talks to me for like an hour yes absolutely. and they probably have no problem doing that Absolutely. At my sister's bachelorette party, I was uh, a co-maid of honor and I literally planned the itinerary for the bachelorette party and I planned an optional nap time or pool time. Mm-hmm. And it was like, you can either go to your hotel room and take a nap or you can join us on the rooftop pool. And everyone, my sister especially was so grateful because she, she didn't go to the rooftop pool. She's like, I need a nap and alone time if you want to if you want me to be fun later. So I'll see you guys later. Oh, that's what I have. And now my friends are like, you don't want to put something in here. I'm like, I'm not like a super, like, then we do this, then we do this, then we do this. And yeah, I yeah. planned, um, and been a part of bachelorette parties that like, that's what the bride wants. And it's like, okay, go, 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 go. Mm-hmm. But at some point I'm like, walk. I just like, cannot hang anymore. I can't I'm like, I'm a zombie. And then I start feeling bad because I'm like this, like when we, I went to Tulum, like top 10 worst, one of the worst hangovers of my life. <laughs> And we went to the beach club and I had to take a nap on the bed 
Well, everyone else, it was gorgeous. And I'm like, I'm still like, fuck, like that was such a gorgeous beach club. Like I didn't even have any drinks. I had to go to sleep. But then after there was this cool bar across the street and we went in there and all the girls were having so much fun. And I was like, I want to enjoy this and I want to have fun too, but I am tapped out. Like my meter is at zero. Yes. It could be at negative. I it would. And I'm like, I was like, I'm trying so hard. I ended up staying in that night, but I'm still like, God damn it. Like, God, I'm so tired, but that happened do. to me. That happened to me at my sister's bachelorette party. The second night we went to Frenchman street in new Orleans. And like, everyone was like, "Woo!" And I literally, after like two bars was like, well, I have a headache. I think I'm gonna go back to the hotel and go to sleep. And I'm like, I hate being this person. I know mm-hmm. I'm being annoying. Like I know I can feel myself being the wet blanket, but I physically could not keep my eyes open. And I got back to the hotel room and like took a shower and got in a robe and like went to bed and it was delicious. Yeah. Everybody went out to eat, I think. And then to a bar and I was in the room at Airbnb watching 13 going on 30. It was my best friend and I had done the whole bachelorette party. So she understood like yes. I was my hangovers kick my ass. Also, Same. that's another thing I'm like super worried about my bachelorette party because I will literally waste a whole day. Same. Like, I- which is I've been like so not to sound like Katie Maloney. Oh, <laughs> but oh, I've been R. really R. judicious with my drinking. Very like, judicious with me. I was I'm like that. I have been judicious with my drinking because I'm like, I want, I don't want to miss out on stuff. Like I hate Same. My, like getting full days taken away from me because I'm hanging on by a thread. Yes. I feel the exact same way. I'm like, I don't want to have bad sleep because that's the thing. A hangover, like a, a night of drinking is not one night. It's like two or three days because the mm-hmm. next day you're hungover and you you have anxiety and you're beating yourself up for what you missed. And then you're tired at work the next day. And then you have a whole work week ahead of you. And then you're mm-hmm. like, I, you just feel fucking off. Oh my gosh. Um, exactly. The anxiety. It's the worst. It is- so bad. Um, speaking of, we'll wrap up on this Katie Maloney and Tom Schwartz. I, I feel bad for Katie. I really do. Mm-hmm. Like I always have, mm-hmm. because I felt like we were watching that woman just repeatedly, repeatedly ask her partner to show up for her. I know. Also, I'm sorry. You can cut this out. I did not realize this room was going to get dark. I'd love the natural <laughs> lighting when this start. And now I look like a serial killer, like sitting in a dark room. Oh I'm no, sorry. you're fine. <laughs> I'm like, I, I swear I'm not a serial killer. Um, no, I completely agree with you. And I think like, I think Schwartz has been the villain in that relationship the whole time. And I think these outbursts of Katie's that we saw were an emotional response to her not feeling like seen or heard. Mm-hmm. And I'm honestly just happy for her, uh, getting out of it. And I feel like she's feeling herself a lot more now than she ever has. So I think she probably has the like confidence to get out of it. Mm -hmm. But I also have a question for you. Mm. Everyone's on Instagram being like, oh my gosh, we, now I'm excited to watch the show. And I get that, but don't y'all think it's a little bit convenient that the second the show is in the crapper, everyone breaks up. And now we have something to talk about. Listen, Vanderpump rules used to be my show same I loved that fucking would not miss a week yeah it's over it's dead it's done it's done it's time to wrap it up the show is over um because I started watching it this year this last season and I didn't finish because Lala was (laughs) that's another one that I just I cannot and I actually used to like her I used to like her a lot 
And she started to lose me with her because no one, another person, no one calls out like, girl, you are not re- Tupac reincarnated. Oh my God. So like, problematic. You're, so you're really not. Um, and then when you get buck with somebody and we saw it with Charlie this year, like she was like, Oh, look at you. I'm say, give them Lala. She's giving them Charlie, like blah, blah. It's like, somebody has finally drawn boundaries with you. And when you start yelling, they're not just like, Oh my God. And I am a person that has had to work on that because I tend to get elevated and people will be like, Oh my God, I'm so scared. Like, I'm just not going to engage blah, blah. And that's what I'm like. That's really not my, I don't want to intimidate. I really don't. Mm -hmm. I want you to know not to cross me. Mm -hmm. Okay. But I don't want to make you feel like you're about to shit yourself. Mm -hmm. Like ultimately. And I think she gets a kick out of that. And then on top of that, I could not keep listening to her talk about Randall when we all knew how that, that was a fucking, no, that was funny. I'm sorry. Oh yeah. I'm like, yeah, go ahead. She was just so incredibly smug about Randall, that entire relationship. She became a witch of WeHo when she started dating Randall, like conveniently once the PJ was involved. And so the fact that I just feel like she fucked over so many friends over the pro like over the course of that relationship, I just am like, you know, I, yeah, it's hard for me to feel bad. It's obviously I mean- like, I hope I like now that she's a mother, like I wish the best for her, for her child's sake uh-huh. and stuff. But as far as that relationship goes, I'm like, you were so condescending to everyone that you were with this amazing producer. And he was a piece of shit the whole time. And she, now she's trying to say, Oh, let me tell the truth. No, 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 girl. You're what you're saying. And what you were saying on the show are not lining up. Right. Okay. And like that, I think that's the thing that kills me about her the most is she set her real friends, her real friends out to sail. Once the witches of WeHo started paying her attention, notoriously, those girls were so mean to her. And Katie was number one. Like Katie didn't even want to have a conversation with her. She was like, you're a fucking slut. Like, I don't talk to homewreckers. I don't do X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z. Like Katie was pretty bad towards Lala. Yeah. And then same with, you know, Stassi and Kristen and them. But as soon as, like you said, a PJ got involved and they were willing to accept her and bring her in, she was like, fuck you, Ariana. Fuck you, Sheena. Like blah, blah. blah. That conversation between Sheena and her at the beginning of the uh, season really pissed me off for a lot of reasons. But I was like, I'm going to keep this to myself because I'm not a mom. Mm -hmm. But like, I just felt like she wasn't listening to Sheena at all and like her saying like where's your fucking man like where's this and it's like listen I got a man I love him very much sometimes you you need your girlfriends and so I am notorious for being like no no I don't don't come over don't ruin your night don't even be around me and then being like I didn't mean that please come here yeah and it's like you did like okay yeah you pulled up to dinner with MGK and Megan Fox like you couldn't tell Rand like my friend just had a miscarriage. Like she needs me. I she know. said she didn't, but now she does. That's a big thing. Like, it's not like Brock just like, you know, left her. Or, I mean, that's a pretty big deal too, but like, you know what I mean? It's not just like another heartbreak for Sheena. Right. Right. It wasn't like 17 inch TV man, like that. We right. all saw the red flags. This, this was huge. And you, and she's like, well, I said I could come after. And it's like, <sighs> Okay. Are you that you're that big of a fan of MGK and Megan Fox? All right. <laughs> it's weird. I it know. is weird. I know. And it's also like, I can't imagine if I called my friend, like, you know, super upset about like a life altering event like that. 
and had them be like, here's the thing. I have a dinner. Can I come by after? I'd be like, fuck you. Don't bother. You th- you know? Me too. Me yeah. too. No. What? And the only part that I was like, I get it because when it was happening, like in real time, I was like, okay. Like Sheena is very public about this. Like she is, mm-hmm. has no problem, but who am I to try and manage Sheena's emotions after she's had a miscarriage and that's why there was no like forgiveness there on Lala's part she's like you were so open and you had people messaging me and I always say this I'm like look girl I'm sure people message you some crazy things because people are rude yeah people are people are rude especially on the internet it makes them feel like they are entitled to say whatever to you right but we are talking about like it felt like she was just trying to control Sheena's emotions like and tell her you can't talk about how you feel like how you felt after your miscarriage, which was, you know, a lot of other things on added in Lala's, you know, reaction. Right. It's like you, it's like, no, it wasn't all of that, but it's just like, Lala, you didn't help in it. And you're supposed to be one of my best friends. Right. And like, I just don't feel badly for her with the whole Randall thing, because like the entire thing that she was saying about how like, he had a 22 year old, blah, blah. I'm like, Lala, that was you at one point. Yeah. He had an ex-wife and you were with him when she was at home with the babies. Right. And then you got with him and you like, hello. It's so crazy. And like, again, I'm just going to circle back to something I said at the very beginning of this show, which is that it's not all about looks, but the fact that a man like Randall has the fucking audacity to do this to multiple women. We can all, I agree with you. Lala is not a great person. I'm not a fan of hers. She's so fucking hot. It's like, it's just absurd what he thinks he can get away with. I'm like, this is only in Los Angeles. Does this shit happen? That's probably wrong, but you know what I mean? Even his, even his ex-wife, uh, I don't know her real name, but her name, like Candace from you. Yes. I know. I always want to call her gorgeous. I'm like, what's happening here? And I have a problem thinking like I have a problem rationing that Rand's so charming and oh my God. conversation is just 10 out of 10. I know I would be like, I could, I can see it. I yeah. See it. Like she bragged, she bragged about how she blew him the first time. Cause she, and he, how he was like, Oh, you want to be in my movie? And she was like, yeah, daddy pop, like, blah, blah. you bragged about that. I know. And then he's in Nashville doing the same thing. Ugh. We're not shocked here. No, Girl. we're not. And it's just like, I do, I, okay. One thing I do find funny, <laughs> it's like, girls got to pay the bills. I get it. Mm-hmm. But then like the Instagram ad she started doing, like as soon as the news broke. Oh my God. I haven't <laughs> seen them. Oh yeah. She like, it was like, girl, you just opened that inbox and was like, yes, 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 yes. To all the ads. Oh my God. Gotta love the hustle. Is she was like, oh, Amazon wants to do something with me? Yes. And hey, if you have them coming in, but I just like take them. It was so just, transparent. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was as soon as the news broke. It was just like, one thing I've been using to get my hair back. <laughs> and I was like, oh, need that, huh? <laughs> right. And Swipe I, to yeah, shop. I, I think that Vanderpump is over. I think like, so too. And if it's not over, they, they need to scrap. Like, I love Ariana. I love Ariana. No matter who says she is negative. She is not. I love my realistic queen. Same. Um, I don't care for Sandoval. (laughs) And Mm -hmm. I did enjoy Charlie. 
because I enjoy anybody who stands up to Lala same doesn't let her oh god when she called you know when I really started to turn on her was when she tried she was a menace and she you know called Raquel a bambi-eyed bitch and Mm -hmm. was screaming in her place of work and listen I've, I've seen a lot of shit in restaurants when she was screaming at Billy in their place of work and had her finger in Billy's face and it was just like and she called her a whole bunch of fucking names I was like I'm done here um this is ridiculous and then tried to be like well my dad died and Ariana Ariana said it best she said hey because I think Jax's dad died and Lala's dad died Mm -hmm. Ariana said it best at that reunion she goes hey just so you guys remember my dad died right before I came on this show. And then I came on here and I was actively bullied by every single girl yes. on the cast. And I never had a reaction like that. I never got in people's face. I never threatened violence to them like at all. So, and then Lala was like, we need to stop using family stuff. Like we need to just, as I, a group, I was like, bitch, after you spent all season pointing at me and yelling at every single person. Now you're like, families need to be off limits. I know, convenient. Like, uh, but yeah, the show's RIP. I don't need them to bring it back. Uh, do you? But I'm any- excited to see who Katie dates next. Sorry, what were you gonna say? I want her to date like a an older daddy. Me too. I, know, I want her with a mature man, a salt and pepper daddy, if you will. Me too. That'd be a really hot. That's a hot image in my head. Her on and the arm of some hot salt and pepper daddy who like really appreciates her. I was really done with Tom. Like when he was joking about their fertility journey like he's icky it's just not fucking funny like I as a woman like she's sitting over here like talking to her friends getting emotional you know really revealing all this stuff and making it making a platform for women who are also struggling with the same things right. and then he him and Tom are fucking joking about peeing in the cup and like making sure ooh, who has who has my or not peeing in the cup but you know what I mean just into the yeah. cup and like who has this blah, blah blah oh dude I'm touching your sperm like I was like I would fucking freak out, which I'm sure she, I'm sure she did. I'm sure she fucking did. She deserves better. I'm and excited. In, Sorry, you go. Well, I was saying that Instagram <laughs> caption of Lala, Stassi, and their babies, and he captioned it. I said, "Bub, where is yours?" I didn't see that. Oh, it was so bad. I think he changed it because we lit him on fire. As as everyone should have. Yeah, we lit him on fire. Because oh my god. A menace, and I'll never forget about him pouring a drink on her head in Mexico. Who does that? <sighs> no one. That's Again, you. if that would have happened today, there would have been a warning before. Exactly. Trigger warning. Literally. Abuse. Uh, okay, Hannah, thank you so much. Do you, I don't want to keep you any longer. Do you have anything else that you would like to discuss? Um, No, but I do want to say just thank you so, so much for having me. This is my first podcast recording of any kind in months so thank you for your patience with me because I feel like I like I like forgot how to do it a little bit no you you did great I'm so <laughs> happy you, you came on thank you so so much thank you all right and do you want to plug yourself oh sure thank you yeah y'all can follow me at Hannah a Brown on Instagram and Twitter Hannah a Brown zero on TikTok. And, um, if you like gossip girl, I have a gossip girl podcast that I co-host with my friend Tyler called, you know, you love us, which is available wherever you listen to podcasts. I love it. All right. We will talk to everybody. Well, not tomorrow. We'll talk to everybody (laughs) later over on the gram. (laughs) Bye. Okay.